It's Cookie Lab. Hi, and welcome to Cookie Lab. I'm Jill. And I'm Chris. And as promised, this week, we are frosting our cookies. That's right. I have attempted to make something that I buy at the grocery store Oh. that comes... Yeah, this is a cookie that comes in a plastic clamshell packaging. I love that. I can already picture it. Right? It's a sugar, it's a soft sugar cookie with a big slathering of colorful frosting and sprinkles on it. My mouth has been watering. Yeah, I've been buying this kind of cookie for years. My kids like them, and I find they are popular in my sports carpools when I say, I'll bring a snack. Everybody likes these cookies. In fact, my daughter and her friends used to call them Jesus cookies, and they don't remember why, or when I asked my daughter in preparation for this episode, she could not remember why, but I suspect it's something like, they're so good, they must have come from, you know, heaven or something. Oh, I was thinking that it was a much more practical thing. Like, at church, after, after church, sometimes there's a congregational spread, Sure. uh, Just like at Temple, we have Oneg Shabbat. Only they wouldn't be called Jesus cookies at Temple. Right. Exactly. And and but often you see these cookies in their clamshell package uh, out on the table of of delicious desserts, and uh, some people may associate them with that's the place where you get with their church. Yeah. Absolutely. After their religious uh, obligations. and they and they get to have, have a snack, right? I was thinking so, it was that, or that they're just heavenly delicious. Exactly. And I was I've only been aware of these types of cookies um, in in recent years. This is not something from my childhood at all. They did not have them when you were growing up in in the wilds of New Jersey. I don't remember these types of cookies in my youth. Do you? Now that you mention it. I don't. Maybe not, right? Maybe yeah. not. Were we able to find the history of what is it called? What kind of so, what's the name? So, of it? in fact, there is a name for it, and they. <laughs> I can't called... believe we got this far in and we didn't name the cookie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought they were called Jesus cookies. It turns out they're called Loft House cookies, and that is the name I think of the bakery or you know commercial bakery that um, maybe first brought them out. It's the a thick frosted cookie that you get in the grocery store, and they originated in 1994. So oh my, my goodness! Time as a kid, yeah. 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 Uh, they this Lofthouse Foods started producing these cookies, uh, sold to in-store bakeries in the United States, and so now many, many you know commercial bakeries make these, but the the accepted name for them is Lofthouse cookies. And so I thought, wouldn't it be neat to try to make them myself? And I followed a recipe. There are many available online. Some call for cream cheese. Some call for sour cream. Hmm, the that, one I, the one I, totally I used was cream things. cheese. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm interested in experimenting, but this was the first one I tried. And so, um, so this is I'm the cream cheese. I'm curious to see how one. it turned out. This yes, is the this cream one cheese cream version. Cheese. We may have yep. to come back and do a head to head smackdown. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I will tell you uh, that I brought I brought the cookie into the house, and my spouse said, "Oh wow, Lofthouse cookies." And what? I, she knew the name. She, she called them by name. 
Well, she is a bit of a, a cookie expert, your and, wife. And then said, are you doing store-bought cookies this week? Because it no, looks... No, come on. You yeah. mean she thought that my cookies were store-bought? <gasps> it looks exactly like the Lofthouse cookie that you would get in the clamshell package, except mine was in a Tupperware. <laughs> Yay me! Okay, should we try them? Oh, yeah. I, is it that time already? I'm so excited. I don't know. Yeah. Now, this is a, well, first, this has blue frosting on it with sprinkles and uh, a rainbow sprinkles. And that's what I had on hand. I made the buttercream frosting and I chose to make it blue for our sports team. But I will not be able to bring these to the sports team because our sports team is nut free and these contain a tiny bit of almond extract. I think I could easily do without it if I wanted yeah. to make them safe for the sports team. And it's going to be like 100 degrees this weekend for the sports activities. And, True. And oh, so this cookie is is somewhat heavy, but it feels in your touch like it's very delicate. So let's see what it, f- it feels like in the mouth. Are you ready? Okay, dokie. Here we sure. go. Mm. Oh. The frosting is super soft. I think it's supposed to be like that mm-hmm. yeah i think i have made the loft house cookie i think so i, I don't think... think anybody would know i wanted it to be a little a little a little thicker a little taller more domed i, I feel like i don't have a store-bought one to compare it to but do you agree that the cookie itself is like sli- a slightest bit on the thin side or no? I, I know what you're talking about, but when I put it in my mouth, my mouth does not care. No, my mouth feels good about this whole operation. Yeah. Uh, I just want to keep eating it just as Eureka! much as, as the regular cookie that you get in the store. In fact, I think this is better. It is a little better because I'm sure the ones in the store have like fakey processed stuff that makes it mm-hmm. taste a little more chemically. These are good. I did I'm, good. And this is probably a little fresher. Very fresh. I just made them last night. A little bit more flavorful. Like, I couldn't tell you that it had almond extract in it, but I can taste many more flavors than I can in the Lofthouse cookie. You can taste the butter. You can taste the vanilla. And I could say, say that there was something else in it. So it's very I don't good. know how you're doing all this talking because I just want to keep eating. <laughs> You keep you keep doing that, and I will I will just talk throughout it. Is my tongue blue? It is. Yeah, and it's so it's fun as well. They should call it the Funhouse Cookie. <laughs> this is this is an amazing breakthrough. I can't wait to share these with my children. <laughs> They're going to be very excited. They. It's a little easier to go into the store and come out with four clamshell packages to feed the whole team. But I had fun. So did you have to do anything special with these cookies? Nothing special. I did have to chill them, but at this point, that's, I wouldn't consider that special, right? Chill the dough. You chill. Yeah, you, we regularly chill our dough. Uh, you yeah. chilled it. How long did it call for? It called for at least an hour, but because of my schedule, it ended up being six or eight hours. I, uh, I did it in the morning. I went to work, came back and baked. That certainly didn't hurt it. And then did you have to roll them out? Or do you just... Yeah. You yeah. roll it out and, and cut it to a half-inch thickness of three-inch circles. And then it rises. Not too much. No. A little, I, I think I was. I think I would thought there might be more rise. I, I, I guess I should use... go to the store and get a package to compare. 
Did you use baking powder or baking soda? I or? did. Baking powder. Mm-hmm. Okay. Double acting. But imagine these with like a little cream of tartar, you know? You're gonna. It's going to rise even more. You put it next time, maybe throw in a little bit of cream of tartar. Maybe just a smidge. Did you use butter? Yes. Butter and cream cheese. Butter and cream cheese. Butter and cream cheese. Okay. And any other special then, ingredient? But you know what? There was something in there that I've not put in a cookie on Cookie Lab, and I don't think you have either. It was cornstarch. In the cookie? Cornstarch in the cookie dough. Oh, we are. What do you make of that, Chris? What does cornstarch do to a cookie? Cornstarch is so exciting. (laughs) Have you ever felt cornstarch? Yes, it's so silky. It's very silky. Have you ever felt those those the thin threads that come off the corn husk? Oh, that's corn silk. Yeah, corn silk. That's silky. Yeah, right. That is silky. It is. It's yeah. like doll's hair. You know, corn. Uh, interestingly, is one of the top starches that we that we eat. You know, mm-hmm. you, potatoes, rice, and corn. Mm-hmm. Corn. Yeah. So that they're all very, 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 very high in a level of starch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, it's not a vegetable. Like if your kids are, you know, if you tell them they need to eat vegetables and they're like, well, I like corn. It's not really a, it's not really a vegetable. It's a starch. Yeah, it's really a type of grain almost. Uh, the uh, so cornstarch is made by by drying and grinding down the little kernels. Okay. Right, so you just dry them and and pulverize them. Mm-hmm. And, and your pulverizer. And you get cornstarch. That's it. Well, that doesn't sound all that interesting. Oh, but so the uh, starch is the energy storage molecule produced by all green plants. So all mm-hmm. every green plant produces starch of some, some starch sort, yeah. and they are really straight chains of glucose molecules. Which uh, is that sugar? Yeah. Yeah, so that's energy, right? Sugar, sugar is a form of energy, and there's two types in in plants. There's amylose, and there's amylopectin. Oh, hello there, pectin. Um, <laughs> but they uh, uh, so there's there's two different types, and one is a straight chain, and one is a branched chain. When the plant needs energy, it goes to the one that is less difficult to pack together. This becomes really in important because cornstarch is usually used as a thickening agent yes, i think in, i would use it to make like great make my gravy exactly yeah you know thicker or yeah i i'm not i don't associate it with cookies i think in this case it's used as you could coat your like chicken pieces when you're making a chicken stir fry mm-hmm. to give it a little bit of a coating yeah What's it doing here in the cookie, Chris? I think it's making it, it's giving you a, that that silky mouthfeel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when it's thickening, the starch chains break apart and relink into a net structure. Remember I said that they line up to begin with? Like if okay. you took your fingers and just put them together from both hands, that's how the starch would look. But if, but when they break apart in a, in a gravy... They realign like a net. Fascinating. And that allows things to become thicker. But perhaps the most interesting feature of cornstarch is is our childhood favorite. The ability to mix two parts of cornstarch with one part of water and get 
oobleck or slime. Right, which is like definitely a favorite activity of little children. And me. Everywhere. The world over. And me. Right. I, I, I like to fill my bathtub up with it <laughs> because if you put your hands in gently... Right? It's it's soft and it's you can... It's soft and silky. Pull, let it run through the and fingers. It, right, and it runs through and it's very therapeutic. But, but when you jump into the bathtub... It becomes hard as if you're jumping onto a hard plastic surfboard. Right. And you could dance on it without... F- Without falling into the into the bathtub, you could Quite stay, stay on top of it. It and it is called a non-Newtonian fluid. Ooh, write that down, guys. Yep, Newton discovered or or defined that fluids work in very specific ways, and and they flow basically. But this cornstarch and water mixture is both. A fluid, if it's if you put it in your hand and you gently let it mm-hmm. run out, it will run. But if you have, apply a quick force to it, it becomes solid-like. And that's because the viscosity or the ability to flow, it's thickness some people refer to as viscosity. Viscosity is resistance to flow, if I recall. It is exactly resistance to flow. So the higher the viscosity, the higher the resistance of the something The sludgier to flow your motor slow. oil is. Right. So when you apply a force to to cornstarch and water, you the, the viscosity skyrockets. Whoa. And when you move it gently, it goes down. What happens is that there are tiny particles of cornstarch suspended in the water. And we call this a suspension because they're suspended. It's not a colloid, which is your oh, favorite. Oh, you knew, you knew what I, I was going to ask I knew next. You, I knew you were wondering about colloid. It's not a you colloid. Can see that hat. You can see that gear turning <laughs> in my forehead. Because... Um, the cornstarch will will settle out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. When you press on the mixture quickly, the starch molecules move close together, and it traps water in between it. So it, it's like it's in a it's in a uh, it's in an enclosed area, and it's much like you know you can only smush a balloon so much, like a water mm-hmm. balloon. If you have a b- mm-hmm. water balloon full of water, it it'll be squishy, but you can only squish it so much. Yeah, and, you and, can't like get your hands to touch each other through it. And that's what's happening with the cornstarch and water. The 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 cornstarch molecules are trapping the water in between them, like the outer coating of a balloon, and you can then only push down so much on them. So what would happen if I tried to push down on my cookie? Should I try it? Well, it's you've you've evaporated all the water out. Oh, okay. Or most of the water. Right. So uh, you could try to stick your finger inside the cookie, but I think your cook your finger is going to go right through and have blue frosting all over it. That sounds a little messy. Right. And and in that case, if you were doing that to all the people in your house, like just to test their cookies, they would say, Mom, please keep your paws off my cookies. All right. You got me there. Please keep your paws off my cookies. Eat them properly, if you will. And next week, we're going to come to you with some other fascinating, historic, and delicious, and scientific Scientific. cookie from Cookie Lab. See you then, Chris. Bye, Jill. It's Cookie Lab. Oh, <laughs>